the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Swung on, driven into right field. That one has got a chance, and that one is gone. That is a two-run homer. Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions. It is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh, my God. Drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one is going. It is going. And it is gone. Wow. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. And welcome in on a Sunday morning from San Antonio. Dick Palmer with you. Our pregame show as the Raiders will face the Roadrunners of UTSA, Texas San Antonio, in the final game of a four-game series. The two teams split a doubleheader yesterday. The Raiders won the opener 5-3 to three in one extra inning on the two seven-inning games, and the Roadrunners took the nightcap 3-2 to two also in the eighth inning of a scheduled seven-inning game. So these games have been very, very tight. All three uh, contests between the Roadrunners and the Blue Raiders. San Antonio won the opening game on Friday, scoring two runs in the bottom of the eighth inning for a 7-6 to six win. And yesterday the Raiders uh, won game one of the doubleheader by a score of 5-3. to three. Raiders got two runs in the top of the eighth in that game. And then in the second game, Middle Tennessee led two to nothing and were within one strike of a win when San Antonio tied it in the bottom of the seventh. And then they went on to win it in the bottom of the eighth by a score of three to two, scoring on a squeeze bunt. So that's how tight this series has been. The Raiders come in at 16, 13 and one. They are 5-5-1 five, five, and one in Conference USA, while the Roadrunners are 13-12. and 12. They are 5-5 five and five in conference play, and they have yet to play a conference game on the road. All of their games have been here at home. Uh, they dropped three to Southern Mississippi in their first series. The Raiders uh, in their second road series are three and four in league play and will try to get a split in the series today and also even their road record in the conference of four and four. They can do that with a win today. They were able to take the fourth game in Birmingham a couple of weekends ago and split that series with UAB. So it's Middle Tennessee and UTSA. Today from San Antonio, I'll give the weather a quick check. Be back with the starting lineups right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. 
Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Trigreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike shared so hard he spilled nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. <sighs> so this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And welcome back into our pregame show, Middle Tennessee, UTSA. Final game of the four game series today. We're at Roadrunner Park or Roadrunner Field in San Antonio. Time now for a look at today's starting lineups presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union. The exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics, Ascend offers a complete set of products. To bring your financial goals within reach, find out more at ascend.org. Ascend is insured by the NCUA. The Raiders come in under third-year coach Jim Tolman with a record of 16-13-1. They are 5-5-1 in Conference USA, and they'll start this way. Pausto Lopez will lead off at shortstop. Hunter Sullivan plays right field, and he'll be batting second. J.T. Mabry. Moves to the third spot in the batting order. He'll be at second base. Jacob Williams, the designated hitter, will be hitting cleanup today in the number four hole. Nathan Sanders in center field will bat fifth. Brett Coker at third base hits sixth. Mark Engel 
returns to the lineup. He'll be in left field and batting seventh. Bryson Thomas will be making his first start at first base today, and he'll bat eighth. And the catcher will be Jake Hagenow batting in the number nine spot. The Blue Raider pitcher is left-hander Trent Siebert, a junior with a record of 1-0, making his sixth start of the season. So for the Raiders today, it's Lopez, Sullivan, and Mabry, Williams, Sanders, and Coker, Engel, Thomas, and Hagenow with Siebert on the mound. Let's look at the Roadrunners now with a record of 13 and 12 under second year coach Pat Hallmark. It will be Shea Gutierrez at second base to lead off. Dylan Rock in center field will bat second. The catcher, Nick Thornquist, hits third. Joshua Lamb at shortstop gets the nod as the cleanup hitter today. Griffin Paxton at first base bats fifth. Ian Bailey will be the designated hitter and he will hit sixth. Jonathan Tapia will be at third base, batting seventh. Ryan Hunt in left field will hit eighth. And a new name in the lineup today is Sean Arnold, a senior. He'll be in right field, and he'll be batting in the number nine spot. On the mound will be junior right-hander Pepper Jones. He'll be making only his second appearance and first start of the season. He's only pitched one inning up to today. So that's the UTSA starters. Gutierrez, Rock, and Thornquist, Lamb, Paxton, and Bailey, Tapia, Hunt, and Arnold with Jones on the mound. The umpires have made their way to home plate. Head coaches will be exchanging lineups. Uh, the formality, of course, they've had their, they've had each other's lineup for a while, but uh, this is a, a formality that takes place before every game. They go over the ground rules. If there are any questions, and uh, the umpires are going to be Gary Swanson behind the plate, Zach Neff, and Randy Watkins. So it's Middle Tennessee and UTSA. This is the 23rd meeting in baseball between these two. UTSA has the edge in the series, 7 of 15 to 7. And here in San Antonio, they hold the uh, edge 8 to 4 over Middle Tennessee. Raiders on the road this year have been playing very well, 7 and 8 overall, 3 and 4 in conference play. Team will be returning after the game and will be rather late getting in, I think uh, probably after midnight because of a two-hour layover we'll have at the Dallas airport. But uh, any way to get home and uh, any time would be fine for everybody concerned, I think. So it's Middle Tennessee and UTSA. Temperature 73 degrees. Couldn't be better weather for baseball. Winds out of the south, southeast at eight, not nearly as strong as uh, those gusty winds we had blowing in yesterday. This is just a, a very gentle breeze right now. Projected uh, high today is going to be 88 degrees, but that will be in the middle or late afternoon. Roadrunners take the field. We'll take our final break. Back with first pitch after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. 
Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthcare.com. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We've had the playing of the National Anthem, and we're just about set for baseball here. Game four of this series between Middle Tennessee and UTSA. The right-hander Pepper Jones making his first start of the season, only his second appearance, taking his warm-up tosses. We can tell you a little bit about him, not much. And we'll do so, but right now let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. Pepper Jones is a right-hander, a junior, six feet, 185, out of McKinney, Texas, and Navarro Community College. So he is a newcomer to the roster this season for the Roadrunners and making his first appearance. He's only pitched one inning, allowed one hit and no runs, no walks, one strikeout. Opponents hitting 333 against him in just very, very uh, small numbers there. So we'll see what uh, Jones has got and the Raiders will counter with left-hander Trent Siebert on the mound today. He'll be making his sixth start. Fausto Lopez will lead it off here in the first inning to be followed by Hunter Sullivan and JT Mabry. In this series, uh, these games have all been close. UTSA won seven to six. The opening game on Friday, they came behind, came from behind in the late innings to win. Raiders won the first game yesterday, five to three in eight innings and UTSA won the night cap three to two on a squeeze butt in the bottom of the eighth inning. Both games going extra innings yesterday. Here's Fausto Lopez. Blue Raiders shortstop stands in for the right side, hitting 282 on the year. He's reached base in 22 consecutive games. Third baseman plays in a little bit and the first pitch 
is outside for ball one. We are underway at 11 o'clock, just as advertised. One ball, no strikes to Lopez. Swings and misses at a high fastball, and it's one and one. Costo leads the league in stolen bases with 17. Hasn't had much of an opportunity to run, however, in this series. And the pitch to the plate misses outside, ball two. Two balls and one strike to Lopez. Check the infield for you for the Roadrunners. Tapia and Lamb on the left side. Gutierrez, Paxton on the right side. Pitch comes in high to Lopez, ball three. Three balls and a strike. Right-hander Pepper Jones. Only his second appearance of the season. Outfielders playing just about straight away and Fausto goes after a high fastball, comes up empty. Three balls, two strikes. Hunter Sullivan waiting to hit next. Payoff pitch coming. And it's inside, ball four, and Lopez draws a leadoff walk. That will extend his reached base streak to now 23 consecutive games. Fausto at first base with nobody out, and the batter is Sullivan. Hunter Sullivan, a left-handed hitter out of Elizabethtown, Kentucky, E-Town. 0 for 3 yesterday in the first game of that twin bill. The pitch is called a strike, nothing in one. Actually, Hunter started the second game in left field. He's in right field today. One strike to count to Sullivan. Good lead by Lopez at first base. There he goes. The pitch swung on, popped up. Foul ground, catcher coming back, and he's going to watch that one go into the grandstand. A couple down there had pretty good reactions to get out of the way of that one. So the count will go to two strikes. Two Hunter Sullivan and Lopez returns to first base. Nothing in two the count. JT Mabry waiting to hit next. Throw to first and Lopez back. Raiders trying to get off to an early start here. We, we had an early start time-wise. Now we need an early start run-wise. Two strikes to count to Sullivan. Lopez not going this time. Swing and a miss. Went after a high fastball and came up empty. Strikeout number one for Jones. He has walked one and struck out one. And the batter is J.T. Mabry. Raider second baseman, 262 on the year for Mabry. Mabry had a base hit in the second game yesterday, was hitless in game one. Lopez leads at first. Draws a throw, 
and back in time. Mabry pretty good with the bat. Might try a little hit and run here. The whole big hole on the right side. The second baseman's playing very close to the bag at second, so there's a there's a large gap on the right side. And Mabry hits it the other way. Foul, and that one's out of play. Back over into the trees. Down the left field side, UTSA's dugout down the third baseline. Raiders over at first as they are at home. The bullpen is uh, down the left field line, and they warm up in uh, foul ground there. They have a big building down the left field line, which is their indoor hitting facility. There goes Lopez, pitches high. The throw to second base is in time, and he is going to be out. Good throw from Thornquist as Lopez is thrown out trying to steal. That'll go two to four for the second out. And the count to JT now one ball and one strike. So bases empty, two outs here in the first inning. Lopez thrown out for the 10th time this season. He has 17 steals. Pitch swung on, hit high in the air. Into shallow left field. Shortstop going back. Left fielder coming on and makes the catch on the run. He lost his cap, but he made the catch. As Hunt hauls it in for out number three. And that's going to be all in the Raider first inning. A leadoff walk. But. Nothing going. No runs, no hits, and nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee nothing. UTSA coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom of the first inning. Blue Raiders with left-hander Trent Siebert on the mound, making his sixth start and eighth appearance. 1-0 with a 3.30 earned run average. He has tossed 30 innings, allowed 28 hits, 11 earned runs. And in those 30 innings, he has walked four and struck out 30. Strike out an inning. Opponents hitting 250. Seward has allowed four home runs. 335 down the left field line here at Roadrunner Field and 340 down the right field line. 375 in left and right center and 405 to straightaway center field. Big scoreboard is in left center just at the 375 mark. 
Here is Shea Gutierrez, the second baseman, to lead it off. He started game one yesterday and was 0 for 4. Hitting 292, right-handed batter, fouls the first pitch out of play, strike one. Both teams wearing dark tops today. UTSA in their navy blue tops with white lettering, white numerals, and pinstripe white pants. Raiders in their black tops with white lettering and white numerals. Curveball swung on and missed, and it is nothing and two to Gutierrez. Raiders have the white pinstripes also for their pants. Count 0-2 to the leadoff batter. Pitch comes in a bit low and inside. Ball one, one and two. Here's the lefty with the one-two pitch. Just missed inside, trying to clip that inside corner. And the count goes to two balls and two strikes. Seabird was the starter in that uh, nine-to-nine tie against Rice last week. Check swing. Did he go? They say no. Count goes full at three and two. Trent uh, in that game went four and a third, allowed four runs on six hits, walked one, and struck out six. Pitched well until the fourth inning. They got to him for three runs in the fourth, and he went into the fifth before being relieved. There's a swing and a tap foul at the plate. Count holds at three and two. Gutierrez, the second baseman, will be followed by Rock and Thornquist. This is a powerful UTSA lineup. They are hitting 290 as a team as compared to the Raiders' team average of 229. Here's the pitch. And that's low for ball four, so the leadoff batter has drawn a walk for each team in the first inning. Gutierrez will... Move down to first base, and the batter, Dylan Rock, the center fielder. Rock is hitting 316, three home runs. Roadrunners have cranked out 31 home runs to the Raiders' 21 on the season, even though Middle Tennessee has played uh, a few more ball games. This is game number 31 for the Raiders. Strike call to Rock. And for the Roadrunners, this is game number 26. Gutierrez, the runner at first with nobody out. Siebert delivers a strike at the letters, and it's nothing in two. Gary Swanson, who had the plate, I think, in game one Friday, is behind the plate for this one. The count, no balls, two strikes. Dylan. 
Lefty comes set. Here's the pitch, and it swung on, and he turned and hit it back deep into foul territory over the trees. They're, they've got trees lining uh, the field back behind us here, and they will be throwing some shade out later in the day. Not any shade here right now, except for uh, the shadows of the uh, flagpoles. The pitch swung on, hit high in the air. Shallow center field. Who wants it? It's going to be Mabry, and he will make the catch just in front of Nathan Sanders, who was coming in on the run. So Rock pops out to second baseman J.T. Mabry for out number one, and the batter is Nick Thornquist. Thornquist has probably been their best hitter in this series. He had uh, four straight hits in the doubleheader yesterday. His last two at-bats in game one, his first two at-bats in game two. Raiders were able to get him out in those last two at-bats in the second game. First pitch is high for ball one. He's hitting 330, five home runs, and leads their team with 26 runs batted in. Just a solid player. He's their catcher and also does some DHing. Runner leads at first. Breaking ball is in there for a strike. One ball and one strike. You're not going to see 90 miles an hour from Siebert. He'll mix his pitches. He's got a pretty good slow curve ball, and he'll try to nip the corners and does so with this pitch, and it's fouled out of play to the right. The count will go to one ball and two strikes. Raider infield looking for two. Thornquist will be followed by the shortstop Lamb. Another 300 hitter. They've got uh, one, two, three. Three guys hitting over 300 in their starting lineup and one at 292. Throw to first and the runner back. Siebert comes set, one ball, two strikes the count. And a swing and a miss, got him on a slow curve ball. Thornquist out on strikes for out number two. And the batter will be the shortstop, Joshua Lamb. Batter four, shortstop number two, Joshua Lamb. Lamb led off the bottom of the eighth inning yesterday with a single and came around to score the winning run on a squeeze bunt by Barry. Lamb also had two hits in the first game. Two hits in the second game. I guess that's why he's batting cleanup today. Check swing and a strike, I think, is called. Or did they? Yeah, called a strike. Nothing and one on Lamb. Gutierrez with that leadoff walk still out at first base. Two outs now here in the first. And Siebert's pitch swung on and missed. Came with his fastball that time and Lamb went around. Nothing and two. Griffin Paxton waiting to hit next. Roadrunners and the Blue Raiders did not play last year because of the shortened season. So the first meeting since 2019, that was also here 
in San Antonio. Pitch swung on, hit to right field. Moving over, Sullivan is going to be there, and he will make the catch as he moved toward the line. And that is out number three. So that's all in the first inning for the Roadrunners. No runs, no hits. And one man left. We'll go to the second inning. Middle Tennessee and UTSA are scoreless on the Blue Raider Network. From Learfield IMG College. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour. Just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Blue Raider coach Blake Hunt takes his position in the third base coach's box. Lucas Ray coaching down at first. As Jacob Williams prepares to lead off the second inning in a scoreless game. Right-hander Pepper Jones, and as soon as he throws his first pitch in this inning, he will have exceeded his season total of innings pitched. He came into this game having pitched one scoreless inning this season. I don't know if he's been injured or what the story is behind that, but he is given the Sunday start today. Here's Jacob Williams, the Raiders DH, big right-handed hitter, takes the pitch low and inside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Jacob had two hits in the doubleheader yesterday, one in each game. Ask for time now and steps out. Left fielder Hunt out there showing him plenty of respect, playing him very deep. And he drives one into center field. This will be a little bit shorter, and the ball will fall in front of the center fielder, Rock, for a base hit. He didn't get all of it, but he got enough to drop it out into shallow left center field for a base hit. So there is your first hit of the game. Williams at first. And the batter is Nathan Sanders, later center fielder. Bats him from the left side. He's around the bunt, takes a pitch high and away for ball one. That'll bring third baseman Tapia in the edge of the grass. As a count, 1-0 to Sanders. Williams leads it first. Around the bunt. 
pushes it to the right side. Pitcher picks it up, underhands to first for the out. And a good sacrifice spot for Sanders. We'll move Williams into scoring position at second base. Play goes pitch to first for the first out. Now here's Coker, the Raider third baseman. Brett comes in at 217. Had a one base hit in the doubleheader yesterday. That's from the right side. Williams leading at second. Jones looks back that way, delivers a swing and a miss. Strike one to Coker. Brett, a sophomore from Hendersonville. One year of junior college ball and now up in uh, Division I baseball. One strike to count. Jones looks back at second, did not throw. Second baseman was is shading the bag at uh, his position. There's a huge hole on the right side. And San Antonio has been kind of playing it that way most of the series. I guess they don't think the readers can, the right-hand hitters can hit it the other way because they're giving them a, a big gap. There's a pitch on the outside corner called a strike, and it is nothing in two. And if you wanted a pitch to hit to the opposite field, that was the one. Off-speed pitch on the outside. Two strikes the count to Coker. Williams with that leadoff single leading at second base, and the pitch to the plate. This is outside, ball one. One and two. There is a curfew on this game. We shouldn't have any problem. The, uh, no inning can start after 3.45. Raiders flight is, I don't know exactly what time the flight is, but that would give the team plenty of time to get to the airport. But if uh, that was the case, that would be almost a five hour game, which, uh, Nobody here wants. <laughs> One ball, two strikes to Coker. The pitch. Check swing. It's in the dirt outside. Ball two. Two and two. Mark Engel waiting to hit next. I have to look back in the scorebook. See when Mark's last appearance was. I believe it was in the... Memphis series. Here's the pitch. Drill to left field. That's a base hit. Here comes Williams rounding third. They're going to wave him in. Big guys trucking, and the throw to the plate is in time, and he is going to be out. Strong throw from the left fielder Hunt. Cuts down. Williams trying to score, and it really was not that close at the plate. So Coker is at first base. There are two outs now. The batter is Mark Engel, left-handed hitter. 
So the Raiders bid to get on the scoreboard first. Is denied here in the second inning. Throw to first, Coker back. Sliding back on his tummy. Engel played in the Memphis series. I don't think he's been in the game since then. Did not play against Austin P. There's a pitch to Mark. It's outside. One ball, no strikes. Mark is a sophomore from Pennsylvania. Coker leads at first. Draws a throw, gets back in time. No score, we're in the top of the second inning. Williams led the inning off with a base hit. Was sacrificed to second, and when Coker singled to left, Williams was thrown out trying to score. There goes the runner, Coker, and the throw to second is gonna be in time. And Thornquist cuts him down. That's out number three. That will go catcher to the shortstop covering. So Engel will lead off the next inning. No runs, two hits, but nobody left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Middle Tennessee nothing, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs Heated Indoor-Outdoor Pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Doubletree cookie welcome? News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Go to the bottom of the second inning in a scoreless game for the Roadrunners. It will be Paxton, Bailey, and Tapia. Face the left-hander, Trent Siebert. Siebert walked the leadoff batter in the first inning, but no further damage. Here is Paxton. Left-handed hitting first baseman, hitting 376. And the first pitch from Siebert missed outside, trying to keep the ball away from him. One ball, no strikes. Paxton has a 12-game hitting streak going. Four home runs on the year, 18 batted in. Hagenau setting up outside, but the pitch came inside and missed there. So it's two balls, no strikes. Outfield playing him straight away, and I'd say a step or two deep. 
wind not nearly as much a factor today as it was yesterday. Strike caught the outside corner, two and one to Griffin Paxton. Paxton out of West Texas, that's West comma Texas. Junior college transfer, the pitch. Missed the knees, ball three, or might have been a little bit inside. Pretty good pitch. Three balls and a strike to Paxton. Now, I don't know if West Texas is in West Texas or not. Pitch inside, ball four, and he lost the leadoff batter for the second straight inning. So Paxton will stroll to first, and the batter will be Ian Bailey, designated hitter. Checking with his third base coach. I think that's the head coach, Pat Hallmark. Going through a wide array of signals, which may or may not mean anything. Bailey stands in from the right side. Siebert's first pitch is right in there for a call strike, nothing in one. Bailey hitting 272 with five home runs. And like most of these roadrunner hitters, bats from the right side. Packs in a short lead. The ball is hit in the air to left center. Everybody on a long run out there and looking up. That one is off the screen and over the fence. That is a two-run over for Bailey, and the Roadrunners take an early lead. Get it deep into left center field, and all Sanders could do was watch helplessly as that ball hit off that big screen in left center and fell back into the ballpark. So it's now a two-to-nothing game. And for Bailey, his sixth home run of the season. He leads the team in that department. Here's Tapia. That is the fifth home run allowed by Siebert. He's working in his 32nd inning. And the pitch. A strike on the inside corner, nothing and one to Tapia. Hit number one, runs number one and two off Trent Siebert. Big curveball just missed. One and one. He got away in with walking that leadoff man in the first inning, but uh, not here in the second as Bailey made him pay with a two-run homer. Breaking ball, caught the heart of the plate, and it's one and two. That big screen in left field is, I don't know, 50, 60 feet up there. It's protecting a student housing building just behind the left field wall. Breaking ball misses outside, two and two to Tapia. I don't know how far up on the screen that hit. I think about uh, scoreboard high. 
Scoreboard is out in front of the screen in left center. The pitch. Swung on and a little tap to third. Coker's got it, can't get it. Played it off his chest. And they may rule an error on that. So Tapia reaches. That will be an E5. Coker's played just a flawless third base this entire series, but he couldn't handle that high bouncer. So with nobody out, a runner at first, the batter is Ryan Hunt. Hunt had a big hit in their rally in the seventh inning yesterday. He led that inning off with a single. The Raiders had a two to nothing lead going into the bottom of the seventh and the tying run scored on a wild pitch. And then they won it on a squeeze bunt in the bottom of the eighth inning. Pitching coach Kyle Bunn out of the dugout to have a word with his pitcher after a walk. Uh, a two-run homer and then an error. Not a great start here in the second inning. UTSA leading by a score of two to nothing. Raiders will be a little late getting in tonight. Uh, the flight, uh, I don't know what the exact schedule is, but I know there's a 345 curfew here. Then we uh, go straight to the airport and fly to Dallas and have a two-hour layover in Dallas. And team scheduled to arrive back at uh, Nashville sometime near midnight. Hunt stepping in. Siebert going to try to work out of a jam here in the second inning. And the pitch is grounded foul outside the bag at third, one strike. Hunt will be followed by Arnold, and then we'll go back to the top of the order. Bryson Thomas making his first start at first base in the series. There's a ball driven to center field. Sanders feels it quickly, gets it in, but they have runners at first and second now. And still nobody out here in the second inning. That is hit number two for the Roadrunners. First and second, no outs. Here's Arnold batting in the number nine hole. Might be looking to butt. Takes a long look to his third base coach. Going through the signs. Thomas is going to play in front of the runner at first base, and Coker ready to charge and he shows bunt, takes the pitch for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Lopez playing back is really far away from third base. He is not gonna be able to get over it to cover third base from where he is playing. So it's gonna be up to Coker to make a decision if they bunt it that way. And now he's going to slice one, taken by Mabry, throw to first, throw to second, back to first. And Mabry speared that one as it was headed for right field. 
tried to double the runner off second, and Lopez relayed to first. They were trying to con tried to uh, construe a triple play there, but uh, the runner got back at second, and also Hunt at first got back in time. So it's just a line drive to the second baseman for out number one. And the batter is Gutierrez. He drew a leadoff walk in the first inning. So the double play still in order. Pitches in for a strike, nothing and one. UTSA leading two to nothing. We are in the second. Leadoff walk and a two-run homer in this inning is the difference right now. The pitch. Swing and a little tap foul down the first base side. So Siebert ahead in the count, strike two. Now with two strikes, Coker will back up at third base and play a few steps back of the bag. There is a force available there. The pitch breaking ball misses low. One ball, two strikes. Siebert, the lefty, comes set. And the pitch swung on the line. Lopez has got it. And he will double the runner off second base. And that is a 6-4 double play to end the inning. So a couple of line drives. The Raiders tried to pull a triple play on the first one. This a line drive to the shortstop. And Lopez caught uh, Tapia, the runner, off second base for the third out. So that is all in the second. But the Roadrunners come up with two runs on two hits and one man left. We have completed two full innings at UTSA 2, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Top half of inning number three, the Raiders trailing by a score of two to nothing, had two hits in the second inning, but had a player thrown out at the plate and a second runner thrown out trying to steal. So Mark Engel, who saw a pitch or two in the second inning, will stand in to lead off the third. Engel hitting 148, has a home run, 
five RBIs. He bats from the left side. The pitch swung on and skied foul out of play. One strike to count to Engel. He'll be followed by Bryson Thomas and Jake Hagenow. Pepper Jones making his first start of the season. Delivers low and outside for ball one. One ball, one strike. Eighty or 73 degrees at game time. Just a light breeze flowing. The pitch. Just a bit high for ball two, two and one. Temperature expected to climb into the mid-80s by middle of the afternoon. But we're in shade here. We've got a nice awning over the uh, area outside the press box where we're located. Very comfortable right now. Here's the 2-1 pitch, and it is taken inside, ball three. Three balls and a strike. First baseman Bryson Thomas waiting to hit next. All four is outside. So the Raiders have the leadoff man on to the third straight inning. It's the second walk allowed by Jones. And the batter is Bryson Thomas. Turn it. Thomas stands in has seen pitch hitting duties in two of the three games and has struck out twice. He comes in batting 185, two homers, 10 RBIs on the season. Out of Spring Hill, Tennessee, the pitch, the runner goes and it's fouled to the screen. One strike, Mark Eagle was off with the pitch. The Raiders are going to run now. They lead the league in stolen bases. I think San Antonio has done a pretty good job controlling that run game in this series. But uh, the Raiders will run ahead or behind. I don't think the score makes that much difference. Throw to first, runner back. And again, they play their second baseman very close to the bag at second. So if there's a steal, he will take the throw, and there's a huge hole on the right side of the infield. Another throw to first. Leadoff walk to Mark Engel. And a one-strike count to Bryson Thomas. Runner not going. Off-speed pitch is in at the letters for a call strike. 0-2. Engel leads off first. Jones checks the runner. Long look. He's not going. Pitch is low and outside. One ball, two strikes to Thomas. Like I mentioned yesterday, his folks are here from Spring Hill. Made a little uh, mini vacation out of it. His dad told me they've Done the river walk, been to the Alamo, and they're going to stay over tonight. 
I think come back home tomorrow. One ball, two strikes to Bryson. The pitch. One outside, ball two. Trying to get him to bite on that outside pitch. Thomas able to hold up. Two balls, two strikes. Engel is the runner at first. Jones comes set. 2-2 to Thomas. Throw to first instead, and he's Engel is back. UTSA leading two to nothing. They got a two-run homer in the bottom of the second inning. That's been the difference in this game. Jones comes set. Two and two the count. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on a low fastball. That is out number one. Second strikeout for Jones, and the batter is Jake Hagenow, the Raider catcher. Hagenow hitless in game two yesterday, did not start game one. And in the first game of the series, Jake was 0 for 4, so still looking for his first hit in this series. Mark Engel, the runner at first. Jones ready to work. Taking too long. Aganow asked for time and steps back out of the box. The pitch. Swung on, hit to center field. That is going to be caught by Rock on a nice catch. Took it off his shoe tops. I thought that ball was going to drop, but it hung up long enough for Rock to get there and make the catch for out number two. Hagenow put a good swing on it, and it was caught by Rock for the second out. Here's Lopez to lead. The leadoff man got a leadoff walk in the first inning and was thrown out trying to steal. So now two outs and a runner at first. And the pitch to Lopez, a strike called, caught the outside corner, nothing in one. UTSA pitcher Pepper Jones making his First start of the season, only a second appearance in a game. Pitch swing and a miss. And he's quickly out in front of Lopez, two strikes. Top of the third inning, two nothing, UTSA leading. Check of the runner, the pitch outside. One ball, two strikes. Gusto Lopez out of Orlando, Florida, came here from Pensacola State Junior College. And of course, like everyone else, got an extra year due to the COVID shortened season last year. <laughs> 
He's listed as a junior in eligibility. Throw to first to Engle back in there. Count one ball and two strikes to the Blue Raiders shortstop. Their left fielder playing everybody deep. Here's the pitch. And a little tap to the left side. Third baseman Tapia has it. Guns it over to first in time. And that's going to retire the Raiders in the third inning. Lopez down for the third out. Third to first. So the leadoff walk does not materialize with uh, any runs. And no runs, no hits, and one left. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. UTSA two and Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the third inning in San Antonio. The Roadrunners leading the Raiders two to nothing. Dylan Rock will lead off the second inning. He was retired on a pop fly to Mabry back in the first. Senior center fielder Rock hitting. 316 on the year, swings and misses at the first pitch from Trent Siebert, strike one. The Raiders outfield playing straight away. Sanders shaded a little into left center. Breaking ball caught the outside corner, nothing and two. Right fielder Sullivan moves a few steps closer to the line after that pitch and right field. Rock asks for time and steps out of the box. No balls, two strikes. And he hits one to left field. Engel coming over, I think he's gonna have room. He does, makes the catch for out number one. So Rock retired on a fly ball to left, and the batter is Thornquist, the catcher who was a strikeout victim in the first inning. He may have struck out, but he was, uh, he's a dangerous bat up there. Had a little trouble against Wigginton early. And that pitch bounces away from Hagenow, it's ball one. 
I believe Wigginton struck him out his first two times at bat. He did, but then uh, the next two at bats, both singles. One ball, no strikes. Left-hander delivers on a chopper to third. Coker's got it, a fair ball. They throw to first in time. Good stretch by Bryson Thomas. And that will retire Thornquist, third to first, for out number two. Two up, two down in the third, and the batter is Joshua Lamb. Lamb flied to right in the first inning. Right-handed batter. And he's hitting in the cleanup spot. Today's had a good series with the bat. The pitch is high for ball one. One ball, no strikes. I told you earlier he scored the winning run in yesterday's second game. The pitch is outside, ball two. He let off the inning with a single. And advanced all the way to third on a base hit by Bergeron and then a squeeze bunt by Barry. Got him home. The pitch. A strike on the outside corner. Two and one to Lamb. Go, Josh. Siebert with the pitch. Way outside, ball three. And now he's going to come in with one to Lamb, or the Roadrunners would have a base runner. This is the first inning that Siebert has retired the leadoff man, and then he just hit Lamb with a pitch. Tried to come inside, plunked him on the leg. No harder than Siebert throws. It's uh, probably not even going to leave a bruise. So Lamb is at first base. Two outs, and the batter is Paxton. Scored ahead of the home run by Bailey in the second inning after getting a leadoff walk from Siebert. Siebert is going to mix up, try to hit the corners, pitches outside, throw to second as the runner goes, and not in time. So Lamb has stolen second. Picked a good pitch to run on. That pitch was low and not a perfect pitch for the catcher. Hagenau's throw was in the dirt, bounced away from Lopez. So stolen base for Lamb, that's his third of the season. He's at second with two outs and a one ball count to Paxton. Now, Siebert steps off the rubber. And automatically, Paxton steps out of the box. Here's the pitch. Swung on, sliced foul out of play to the left side. One ball, one strike. Lamb in scoring position at second with two outs. Lamb. 
Lefty against lefty here as Siebert delivers. Big breaking ball, but it stayed high. Ball two, two and one. Siebert got his first win in the series finale in Birmingham two weekends ago. Pitch. And one caught the outside corner, two and two. Siebert, a transfer from Charleston Southern, where he was a starting pitcher there. Pitch sliced foul out of play to the left. Back into the trees. Count holding it two and two. Joshua Lamb, the runner at second, got a two out walk, stole second. 2 2 the count to Paxton. Here's Siebert's pitch, and it is a strike called, and that is all. Paxton's standing and looking at a call third strike as Siebert got it down and over the outside corner for out number three. Picks up his second strikeout. No runs, no hits, one man left. Here are your totals after three innings for UTSA. Two runs, two hits, no errors. And for the Blue Raiders, no runs, two hits, one error, two to nothing. Roadrunners lead as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Approaching the noon hour, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle. The flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. There we go. Better late than never. I think we got it right on the hour. There's a swing and a miss. Two strikes to count to Sullivan. Hunter leading off the fourth inning. Sullivan, Mabry, and Williams scheduled to bat against Right-hander Pepper Jones for the Roadrunners. 
A strike two count and a slam into right field for a base hit. Played on a hop out there and returned to the infield by the right fielder Arnold. So Hunter Sullivan, solid single to right. Leadoff man on for the Raiders. That is hit number three off Jones and the batter is JT Mabry. And San Antonio has started their bullpen. This is the fourth straight inning the Raiders have put the leadoff man on. Mabry batting. Sullivan draws a throw at first, gets back in there. They have a right-hander throwing down the left field line in the bullpen. We'll put the glasses on him when when I get a chance see who that is. Runner goes, and the pitch hit in the air to right field. It's going to be foul and going to be out of play. Just past the Blue Raider dugout down the right field line. One strike to Mabry. They started Sullivan on the pitch. And again, they're playing their second baseman very close to the bag at second, leaving a big gap on the right side. Yeah, I think Mabry had ideas of going that way. That could have been a hit and run. One strike. Throw to first. Sullivan back in there. Jones comes set, throws again to first, and again Sullivan back in there, sliding head first. As they generally say, if you don't need to slide back to first, you haven't got a proper lead. One strike to count to Mabry. Jones, a long look, still holding, and the pitch comes high, ball one. One ball, one strike to J.T. Mabry. Fly to left in the first inning. Jacob Williams waiting to hit next. Jones peeks back over his shoulder. Now comes set, and a strike is called. Letter high fastball, one and two to Mabry. Two to nothing, UTSA leading. We're in the top of the fourth inning at Roadrunner Field in San Antonio. Mabry waiting for the one, two, and hits it high in the air and foul out of play. Turned a little bit too soon on that one. Jones looking in. One ball, two strikes the count to JT Mabry. And the pitch. Check swing, pitches in the dirt. 
runner not going. Two and two. Luke Malone in the bullpen. Throwing for San Antonio. He appeared in the Friday night game. Worked an inning in inning in the third. Two to the count. Runner not going. In the dirt again, blocked by the catcher Thornquist, and now the count goes full to Mabry. You might expect the Raiders to start the runner on this pitch. Three and two. Hunter Sullivan with that leadoff single is at first base, and time is called before the 3-2 pitch. They wouldn't make a change now, would they? Although Jones is appearing in only his second game this season. And Coach Pat Hallmark will meet with all of his infielders on the mound before a 3-2 pitch to Mabry. Hunter Selvin led off the inning with a single. The Raiders have, as I mentioned, put the leadoff man on in each inning. Lopez in the first with a walk. Jacob Williams in the second with a base hit. Mark Engel in the third with a walk. And Sullivan here in the fourth with a base hit. But so far, I've not been able to move any of them around. We've had one runner thrown out at home plate. And we have had two thrown out trying to steal. And now the home plate umpire is walking off the mound. They're going to be, there's going to be a pitching change. So Malone is going to come in out of the bullpen with a 3-2 count on the batter Mabry. So whatever Mabry does, if he walks, it will go to Jones. If he strikes out, it will go to Jones. If he does something else, it will be uh, it will be on Malone's tally sheet. So while he's taking his warm-up pitches, we'll pause here and be back with more Blue Raider baseball here on the Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. 
We're in the top of the fourth inning. Raiders trailing two to nothing. Runner at first base is Hunter Sullivan. The batter is JT Mabry and the count three and two. And the new pitcher is Luke Malone. Pitched uh, an inning and a third on Friday. Malone 6'3", 215 out of Round Rock, Texas. He is a sophomore. Did not uh, give up uh, anything in the way of runs on in his short appearance Friday. And the pitch is swung on and missed, and that's a strikeout. That will go down as a strikeout for Jones, who is still responsible for the runner at first. And the batter will be Jacob Williams. Leadoff single in the second inning. So one out, runner at first. And Malone ready to work. Here's the pitch. Swung on and hit down in the left field corner. That may fall fair. It does. Off the wall. Rounding third on his way to the plate. As the throw comes in, not in time. The Raiders are on the board. And Jacob Williams with a run scoring double down in the left field corner. Hit just fair and just a couple of feet from the 335 sign on the left field wall. So it's a two to one ball game. And for Williams, that is his first RBI of the season. Second hit today. That run will be charged to Jones. Williams is at second with one out, the batter Nathan Sanders. Here's the pitch, and it is butted. Foul down the third base side, one strike. Raiders trying to create something Here in the fourth inning, they have scored one, cut the lead in half. It's now two to one, UTSA. One strike, the count to Sanders. The pitch to the plate, not bunting this time, took it low, one ball, one strike. Nathan had a sacrifice hit in the second inning. One and one, the count. Right-hander Malone comes set. Long look back at second, the pitch. Swing and a foul straight back. A ball and two strikes. To Nathan Sanders. Jacob Williams with the double, his third double of the season. First run batted in. The pitch. Swung on, bouncing ball right side. First baseman grabs it, throws to the pitcher covering, and just did get him. 
Sanders, pretty good speed down the line. That was a good play by Paxson. He had to go deep to his right and backhanded that bouncer, and the pitcher, Malone, got there in time. Play will go three to one. And on the plate, Jacob Williams advances over to third. So two outs, a runner at third, and the batter is Brett Coker. Coker single to left in the second inning. And on that single, Williams was thrown out trying to score from second base. Here's the pitch. Coker drills it to the third baseman. Tapia makes a nice pickup over to first in time, and the inning is over. Coker, after the first pitch, hit it sharply, but right at the third baseman, Tapia, who threw him out in the inning. One run, two hits, and one man left. We will go to the bottom of the fourth inning in San Antonio. It is UTSA 2, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Agnes throw goes down to second. We're set to go in the bottom of the fourth inning. Raiders trailing by a score of two to one for UTSA. Bailey will lead it off. His home run, the difference in the game now. He had a two-run shot over the left field wall and into that big screen back in the second inning. Right-handed batter, it was home run number six of the season. He leads the team in that department. Pitches a slow curve up high, ball one. Trent Siebert, not gonna break any records on the, with the radar gun, but he will spot his pitches and has a very good curveball, and there it is for a call strike. One ball and one strike, the count to Bailey. Slow curve, and it had him out in front. One and two, the count. Tapia waiting to hit next. A ball and two strikes to Bailey, leading off the fourth. Ground ball to second. Mabry scoops it, and over to first in time for out number one. Bailey retired, second to first. And here is Jonathan Tapia. 
safe on an error by Coker in the second inning. Tapia was doubled off base on a line drive hit by Arnold to help stop a rally in the second inning. That's, that was the inning that uh, Seavers had the most problem with so far. The pitch is inside, ball one to Tapia. He started the Friday night game at second base, has been at third base since, and has done a really good defensive job over there and slams this one foul down the left field line. That was into the bullpen. And to the Roadrunner bullpen. And it is one ball, one strike. Here's Siebert's pitch, swing and a miss. He bit on an outside pitch. Didn't get it, one and two. Raider lefty delivers, tried the breaking ball again, and this one down low. Two balls and two strikes to Tapia. Playing here on a Sunday afternoon in San Antonio. Low ball three. So he's run the count out full to the right-handed hitting Tapia. Blue Raider outfield about straight away. Sanders maybe three, four steps over into left center. Here is the 3-2 pitch, and it is a strike call. Tapia caught looking, and that is a call to third strike. Strikeout number three for Trent Siebert. And that is the second roadrunner has been caught looking. So with two outs, bases empty, the batter is Ryan Hunt. He had a base hit in the second inning. Hunt, a right-handed batter. There's a fastball at the knees for a strike, nothing in one. Siebert. And his strong point is keeping the batters off balance with that curveball. And there it is, swung on and missed. That one had a nice break to it. 0-2 oh the count. Kind of a 12-6 job there. Nothing and two the count. See what he does here. Fastball, hit foul pass third. Try to that ball over the inside corner and Hunt fouled it away. Count holes at 0 and 2. That one bounces out into fair territory. So one of their bullpen people runs out to get it. Two strikes the count to Hunt. Here's the pitch. Slow curve just missed outside. One and two.
Here's the one-two coming, and it's high and away for ball two, two and two. Those pitches that Siebert serves up are so tantalizing sometimes. This San Antonio team has proved they can hit a fastball. Hunt, our Siebert trying to keep him off stride. This time he hits him in the leg. Tried to get it inside and missed too far inside. So Hunt hit by a pitch. That is the second hit batsman for Siebert today. Hunt is at first with two outs, and the batter is Sean Arnold. Arnold hit the line drive to Mabry in the second inning that the Raiders tried to turn into a triple play with runners at uh, first and second, and they missed them both. It was hit so sharply uh, that the runners really didn't have a chance to get too far off their respective bases. Mabry went to Lopez, and Lopez went to first, but everybody got back in time. There's a pitch outside to Arnold, ball one. Haven't seen Arnold in this series until today. He is a grad uh, senior from Bryan, Texas. Go, Sean. Pitch, runner goes low. Hagenhouse throw to second, going to be late. And in there with a stolen base is Hunt. And that was ball two to Arnold. Two and oh, and now runner in scoring position at second. That's second stolen base for the Roadrunners in this series, living up to their nickname. Swing and a miss. Two balls and a strike. Two to one, San Antonio leading here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And the pitch, low, blocked by Hagenow. So the count goes to three and one on Arnold. He's batting in the number nine spot, so their leadoff man is waiting on deck. Three balls and a strike. High ball four, and he lost it. So a hit batsman and a walk have put two men on here in the fourth inning with two outs, and the batter is leadoff man, Gutierrez. He lined into a double play in the second inning. Pitching coach Kyle Bunn wants to talk with his pitcher and catcher. So we'll have a pause here. The Raiders are not going to make a change. They have no one warming up. Opportunity for me to tell you about the Lee Company. Get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for all of your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call, 615-867-1000, or visit leecompany.com. Very short meeting. Coach Bunn headed back to the dugout, and the batter is Gutierrez. He has walked and lined into a double play. Runners at first and second with two outs. 
San Antonio leads the series two games to one. Raiders try to even things up today. Trail by a run here in the fourth inning. And the pitch is a breaking ball that's over but low for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Dylan Rock waiting to hit next. And the pitch. Swung on, ground ball in the hole, through. They're going to wave the runner from second. And wave the runner scores. Hunt to make it a three-to-one game. So Gutierrez comes through with a base hit and a run batted in. And it's now three-to-one. Arnold stopped at second. So runners at first and second, two outs. Hit number three, run number three off Trent Siebert. Batter is Rock. Rock has popped out to the second baseman, fly to left, 0 for 2. So the Roadrunners have Arnold at second. Gutierrez at first. The inning started innocently enough. Siebert got the first two batters and then hit the number eight hitter and walked the number nine hitter. One run has scored in the inning. First pitch to Rock was low and inside for ball one. Siebert out of the stretch, and a ball driven and over the head of Mabry in the right field. One run will score as the throw comes in. They will have runners at first and third. Rock with a run scoring single. And that will make it four to one. As Gutierrez goes to third. Rock with a run batted in his 20th of the season. Shot it right over Mabry's Glove and into right center. Hit number four, run number four off Siebert. And the batter is Thornquist. He has struck out and grounded to third. So two runs have scored here in the fourth inning after the first two batters were retired. Siebert out of the stretch. The pitch low in the dirt. Hagenow lost it momentarily. Ball one, the count to Thornquist. I'm sure I've mentioned maybe several times during the, the series, but this is a very, very strong offensive team that they have put together here at San Antonio. They are hitting 290 as a team. The pitch. Missed low and inside. Ball 2, 2-0. Two and, oh, and the Raiders are going to get something going down to the bullpen now. Yeah. 
Runners at first and third, two outs. Two runs in here in the fourth inning. And the pitch. That is a strike at the knees, two and one. Gutierrez, the runner at third, and Rock at first. Here's Siebert with a pitch, way outside, ball three. If he doesn't get Thornquist, that, that might be his last hitter, although the bullpen just now cranking up. Here's the pitch, high ball four. And that's gonna load the bases with two outs. Raiders have Justin Medlin, left-hander throwing in the pin, but he's just starting to get loose. Matter Joshua Lamb has flied to right and he has been hit by a pitch. Right-handed hitter. Siebert's pitch to him is high, ball one. And Siebert has lost the strike zone here in this inning. He has hit a batter and walked two and allowed two base hits. Two runs in and they've got the bases loaded with two outs. Now time is asked for and Hagenau takes a very slow walk out to the mound. They will chat for a moment. Then the home plate umpire will go break it up. Hagenau will come back. And then Coach Bunn will come out of the dugout if he's gonna make a pitching change here. Raiders trying to get Medlin ready in a hurry down in the bullpen. Now Hagenau comes back behind the plate. Count one ball, no strikes to Joshua Lamb. He is a dangerous right-handed hitter with the bases loaded and two outs. Umpire says, let's play. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul tip caught by the catcher Hagenau. One and one. Griffin Paxton, a left-handed hitter, is due next. So they may let Siebert pitch to one more hitter. He has a 1-1 count to Lamb with the bases loaded and two outs. And the pitch to the plate misses outside a breaking ball. Two balls and a strike. UTSA got two runs in the second. They have scored two here in the fourth, lead it four to one. The pitch, swing and a miss, went after an outside fastball and it's two and two. Two 
Josh. Bases jammed, two outs, the 2-2 pitch. Swung on, grounded to the left side. Lopez, a long throw to first, not in time. Gets past Thomas, and two runs are going to score. I don't think Fausto had much of an opportunity. He tried to hurry his throw, and it was low and past the first baseman. So coming in to score, Gutierrez from third and Rock from second. Thornquist goes to third and Lamb to second. I'm going to give him an infield hit and an E6. So the Raiders' second era of the game allows that second run to score. And that's going to be all for Siebert as he leaves here with two outs in the fourth inning and trailing six to one. Blue Raider pitching change coming here. We'll tell you about the new pitcher who will be Justin Medlin. But right now we'll take a break. Back with more on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Grannis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Commander Justin Medlin is going to take over the pitching duties for the Raiders. Medlin will be appearing in his fourth game. He's made one start. And he'll inherit uh, runners at second and third with two outs here in the fourth inning. Medlin's uh, pitching stats, three and two-thirds innings, four runs, I'm sorry, four hits, three runs, three earned, three walks, two strikeouts, 7.36, the earned run average for Justin. He's out of state of Mississippi, Ripley. And coming to middle from Itawamba Community College. So here is Paxson. He is the ninth man to bat in the inning, which started with back-to-back outs. All this has happened with two outs. Siebert goes three and two-thirds. He is he's given up six, and he's responsible for the two on base. Medlin's pitch, a fastball in there for a call strike. Nothing in one. So the hitters will see a little bit 
more in the way of speed from Medlin. Maybe not so much in the way of off-speed pitches. One strike to count. Missed outside, and it's one and one. Paxton walked and scored in the second, was called out on strikes in the third. Four runs in here in the fourth inning. The ball gets away from Hagenow, but the runners cannot advance. Jake was quick to pick it up as it bounced off to the left side. Two balls and a strike. It is six to one, UTSA in the fourth. Pitch is low and outside, ball three. Three and one. You got Bailey waiting to hit next. He's already hit a two run homer today. Medlin comes set. Strike, fastball at the knees, full count. Three two to Griffin Paxton. The left-handed hitter waits facing the lefty Medlin. Swung on, ground ball to the right side. Mabry scoops it up, throws to first, got him. And the inning is over. But nine men come to the plate. In the fourth inning, UTSA scores four. There were three hits in the inning. One Blue Raider error, and they leave two men on base. So we have completed four full innings at UTSA six, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What happens to your decision making when you drink? Well. After one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! 